Welcome to the Heart of Dating Podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey, lovely people. Today, I am pumped to be bringing you some extra bonus material with new mini-sodes. Woo-woo! Happy dance! These are going to be smaller pieces of content featuring real-life conversations on pointed topics, couples sharing their stories, and so much more. It's also going to just be a place for us to laugh a lot and bring you extra dose of bite-sized dating motivation, okay? We don't want you to feel alone on this dating journey. So today on the first Heart of Dating mini-sode, I'm excited to introduce you to two of my closest girlfriends here in Los Angeles, Kristen Perino and Allie Matroni. Kristen is in her late 20s, and she is a fierce fashion PR girl who also authors the book Selfie to Selfless. It's one of my favorite reads, you guys. It is so easy to navigate and is super inspiring. Y'all must check it out. You can buy it online at selfietoselfless.com and also on Instagram at selfietoselfless. Then my girlfriend, Allie, she is a leader in whatever she puts her mind to, and she is constantly starting new incredible businesses or mentoring others to do the same. She always inspires me and encourages me so much. She also has a highly successful career at the medical tech company, Stryker, so she is just overall an awesome brainiac. Today, we are bringing you Christian Girl Talk. Guys, have you ever wondered what us ladies really talk about when it comes to dating? Or ladies, do you need some extra encouragement or do you just want to laugh a bit? Well, I promise you this conversation will do just that. Don't worry, we will also be having some Christian guy talk on the podcast here soon. I'm so excited to be bringing you even more content. I hope you enjoy this fun convo today with the ladies. Kristen, get closer, get closer to the mic. Ooh, of course. This is like the most action I've had in a long time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, you just said that. And we are live, ladies. Oh my gosh. There we go. Perfect way to jump off this episode. I couldn't be more excited to have you both today on the Heart of Dating podcast. You are two of my closest friends here in LA, and I respect both of you so immensely, which is why I couldn't love this more right now, because we are here all together, but just recording our conversation. How fun is that? Yeah, super fun. very fun. I hope I hope <laughs> everyone else is ready for all this Are you ready? fun. No because- nervousness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what makes this so cool, girls, is because we have these kinds of conversations all the time, right? It's just off the book. So today we've decided to record it for everyone else to hear, which I find is so exciting. What do you think? Yes, it's like the girls' locker room. It is minus the wine. <laughs> yes. yes, we are drinking coffee. coffee. <laughs> Bulletproof. How I like my heart. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh god. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Kate, what'd you put in this coffee? I'm bulletproof. Nothing <laughs> totally. to lose. <laughs> La- what is it? LaRue? Kate launching a Oh my career. God. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. The heart of dating turned into a band now. Okay. We're going to keep it light and loving and real today. And we're going to be really respectful too, because what I want to say first is that we love our brothers and we really do. So today is not about placing blame on them or bad mouthing them in any way. In fact, a lot of our girl combos we actually have, we talk about how we're in the wrong a lot, right ladies? So today we're just going to get real and talk about the good, bad, the ugly, funny times, things like that. 
So I kind of want to, yes, I want to start off on a bang. We're all Christian women here, and we've all had quite a few dating experiences. <laughs> I'm going to just throw that out there. Am I right? Or am I right? right. Yeah. I've had a few. Just <laughs> one, one or two, you know, maybe? Yeah, totally. Four, as, I'm, as I'm about to turn 30 this year, yeah, I, yes. I have a few experiences. Just in the in, last in, year. Did you say you a know. few or a fear of experience? <laughs> Both. Maybe. You know, at this point, yeah. God, give yeah. me strength. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please. Okay, so if we're being really honest here, I want to ask, have any of you gals ever had some weird pickup lines ever from guys in the church, especially? You, you know, it's funny that you asked this, Kate, because I actually um, pray for more pickup lines at the church because I have found that men, I love our brothers, but they are just nobody is like hitting on girls or talking to girls or, or mm. pursuing them really in that romantic sense. It's kind of like they all just awkwardly kind of stare-ish a little bit, like, you know, oh. like out of me, like during potential worship. interest. Yeah, during worship. <laughs> yeah, all like, how, how high are your hands during worship? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I heard a pastor say, he's like, you know, all these women out here, they have their left hand raised specifically just to, <laughs> just to show everybody that there's not a ring on it. <laughs> So you better, you best believe that actually today I was totally guilty of this. I, be, I believe, yeah, exactly. I was praising Jesus with specifically my left hand up to show everybody <laughs> that, yes, you can't, you can't approach me with a terrible pickup line. Yes. I have no ring finger on my finger. Of freedom. Finger yes. of freedom. Finger of freedom. <laughs> yeah. So bring on the terrible pickup lines because I think the church needs some more, to be mm. honest. <laughs> what would be your favorite pickup line to get? I don't you know, know you guys. guys. My favorite pickup line. Mm. I have Can one. I just, okay, I, okay. So, okay. I, I know that's actually a dream. So, dream if any men line, listening, yes. um, yes, totally. Signal. I have, I have a Christian dream Freeman. that I, yes, <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> so I have a dream yeah. that I, when I finish worship one day, closing my eyes and whatever, that a, that a godly, amazing, studly man in whatever form that may be, um, would walk over to me and say, you just look so beautiful while you're worshiping. Can I take you out? And I would say, Absolutely yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely yes. Yes. But that, you know, hasn't Has happened. Nor failed to happen. Yes, it's okay though. If anyone is listening, we go to Vintage Church in Santa Monica. So go look for Kristen. <laughs> Likely be 11 o'clock. 11 a.m. Her ha left hand in the air. Can't miss her. <laughs> With a baseball cap on. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, that's a fun dream. I uh, <laughs> personally mm -hmm. haven't had any awkward pickup lines in my Christian communities. But what I get a lot mm. is like guy friends who will ask me to grab lunch or coffee or mm. dinner or whatever. And I'm expecting it to just be friends. And then they like ninja a date out of it. Oh my God. And don't communicate Ninjas. with me and don't tell me that it's a date and don't mm. tell me their intentions. And then later on I find out in like two weeks that we're talking or we've been on dates or whatever. And I was oblivious <laughs> like, the whole time. You're like, wait, I thought you were my friend. We yeah. were just hanging out. I paid for half all the meals and all the things. <laughs> You're like, like, I, like I didn't think any of those were dates. Yeah. Mm. And people come up in your community and they're like, how's it going with that actually so-and-so? And, -so. and you're totally like, happened. it's fine. It's like, great. We it's go great. on friends together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really friendly. <laughs> but meanwhile, yeah. And you're like sweating in front of them. And meanwhile, in his mind, it's a date this whole time. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that too, where you're like, oh, I, I thought this was a business meeting. Yeah, no, you same. know, like where we're same. like connecting, we're networking. Cause like Ali, you and I do this a lot, like being entrepreneur in different ways. And you have lots of meetings, like networking with yeah. people. And then all of a sudden later you're like, oh, I think that person thought that was a date, but I totally had the intention of this being a business meeting. Yeah. And then they're, they're paying, which is very generous, but doesn't like, I didn't expect that. And, and then they're like asking me to, to hang out again, but like now it's like more a date and I'm like, wait, 
I didn't even think this was a date. And it feels, I mean, in situations I've been in like that, it feels a little offensive because I'm mm. like, you had an ulterior motive that whole time. I thought mm. you just wanted me to chat about this thing or this business opportunity. Well, and I feel a little like slighted by it, honestly, mm. if someone's not pretty clear about their intentions initially. Mm. Right. For- and it's also, it, it, it's tough too because I don't want to build upon a relationship with somebody that it, it was kind of ninja style, so to speak, <laughs> kind of like oddly tricking yeah. me into like hanging out with them. To me, that's not even – I mean, there's a very mm-hmm. fine line. Sometimes it is genuine friendship, which you can build upon on right. both parties when both people know yeah. that it's a genuine friendship. And then at the same time, it could blossom into some, something else. But when one yeah. person is is acting out in pursuit of like a romantic relationship without ever <laughs> – Communicating. A- communicating that or acknowledging that, you do feel a little tricked and you're like, wait a second, I don't actually even want to hang out with a guy yeah. that is kind of fooling me into thinking right. that this is something they, greater, you they. know? And the thing is, I think we can probably admit there's nothing sexier to me at least than a man admitting his intentions and showing his true intentional desire to take you on a date. Yes. If, so, it, And I think a lot of I think women are afraid of this too. Like a lot, like we can also ask guys out on dates and we don't really do that that often, you know? So we can empower ourselves to do that. But I think a lot of guys are afraid of asking a girl out in the community because they're like, for X, Y, Z reasons, it's a whole different podcast episode talking about dating and community. But because of that, they're like, well, how can I just like slide my way on in there? Maybe I'll just ask them to coffee to talk about this one thing and I'll assume it's a date. But they're not communicating their intention. Mm-hmm. If someone was like, hey, Kate, you know, I think I really admire your heart for the Lord. I've really enjoyed being your friend. And I'd really like to take you out for an intentional coffee date. I'd be like, oh, that would impress me a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had somebody just straight up ask, say, from my community and we built a friendship and um, it was kind of teetering on the side of romance. And he just straight up said, hey, Kristen, what are you doing Friday? I would love to take you on a date. And it was actually sad Mm. how much that impacted me that I was so happy that somebody did that because it was so rare. Yeah. You know, and I realized in that moment, I knew that Friday what the intentions were. I got excited. I got, you know, you get a little bit more dressed up as does he. And it's like, just you know what you're getting yourself into a little bit more. I think part of it too is um, I'll speak for myself here, but I I think it probably applies to you guys as well. I think a lot of people in our generation are like scared of vulnerability mm. and we've all been burned and, you know, we're all sitting here not married in our, yeah. you know, 20s and 30s. And like, <clears throat> so if you don't know someone's intentions, it's hard to figure out how much of your heart to put into something. Yeah. And so you just don't then, right? Yes. Like you're friends with someone, even if you have a thought of, oh, maybe this could be more, maybe this is a person that God's calling me to partner with, you know, this mm. could be something really beautiful for the kingdom. Unless he makes those intentions clear, it's hard for you to even like go there emotionally because right. you don't want to get exactly. hurt. Exactly. Right? Yeah, right. totally. And it's and we live in the land of the non-committal, right? It's so hard for people to commit to anything. Los so Angeles. it's like exactly. <laughs> Los Angeles, yes. and all other parts of the world, but yeah, yeah LA is pretty bad. But yeah, especially with like the millennial crowd too. It's like we we don't. Sometimes it's a lot easier to just keep it very vague, you know, because mm-hmm. you're sneaking out of that any sort of like commitment. And I speak from. Um, personal experience with that because I've also done it. It's not just yeah, guys that have done that to right. me. Yeah. I personally have thrived in in non-committal situations where mm. I'm like, oh, I just, you know, play cool and flighty yeah. and, you know, keep it light and whatever. My name is Kristen and, <laughs> and I have committed this offense many times. To all the men out there. Yes, totally. <laughs> I personally apologize. But it is <clears throat> sometimes it can be borderline hurtful. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah definitely. It's true. So I think we would all – we would all agree that 
someone stating their intentions would be really attractive to us. So so other than being on a date that you didn't know that was a date, have you ever been on any bad dates? And why, if you have, why was it so bad? I actually have a story. <laughs> yes, you can like see my face. I'm like, I see it. Kick I'm us right off, there. girl. Um, all right. So I don't – Kate, you may know this. You definitely have not heard this. So mm-hmm. – Last year, I got set up with this guy, and he came really highly recommended and really was a oh, nice guy. Five-star rating. Story. Um, <laughs> 10 out of 10 maybe would not recommend based <laughs> on the story. But um, So we went out on a first date, just like grabbed coffee, walked around Santa Monica, um, really fun to get to know him. He dove really deep into spiritual questions on the first date, and it was the first time we met. So it felt a little intense for me. Mm. Um, like I kind of felt like he was judging my spirituality to see if he should ask me on a second date, which mm. – I I know where I'm at with God and I don't need someone to like judge that to decide whether I'm a good fit for a wife or not. On the first so, date. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So on like a casual coffee date. Right, right. So he asked me out again, uh, asked me to dinner. And so we sit down uh, and we went to dinner at 5 p.m. He, mm. or 4.30 p.m. <laughs> Which is a weird time because it's like, oh, I, I clearly have plans after this. Right, 4:30 yeah. 4.30 p.m. Well, is like mm. – That's what I assumed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that is what I assumed. Right, right, So this right. was the night of the Oscars last year. So we go to this restaurant, we sit down, we do dinner. Yeah, like at 30 minutes into dinner, I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling this. Also, what like least romantic thing ever to go to dinner at 4.30 p.m. at an order at the counter restaurant. I think so that that's what if it he is. was going to make any romance happen, it was not that way. <laughs> yes, it has nothing to do with the price. It has no, everything exactly. to do with the romance. It's I think. the audience. Yes. Totally. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The intention um, behind it. Again, we get back to Yeah. That. So anyway, so dinner kind of ends and he goes, so what's your plan from here? And – I'm like, well, it's only 6.30, you know? Um, I The Oscars are going on. My friend's having a small get-together, so I'm going to go over there. And he's like, oh, that sounds fun. Can I come? And he invites himself to go to my friend's event. So I don't know what to do. You're like, like I don't want to go out with this guy again. Yeah, I text Kate and, like, four other friends there. And I'm like, hey, just so you know, I'm not really claiming this guy. I don't want to go out with him again, but he's coming with me to this Oscars party because I don't know how to say no. So he comes with me to this Oscars party. And that's the year that uh, they called La La Land on stage. And then oh, right. um, that was, Plot that was Twist, Moonlight, actually won Best Picture. Yeah. Super uncomfortable. So this guy that I don't know is sitting next to me making racist comments <gasps> into the ear oh, of like all yes. my guy friends yes, around me. so uncomfortable. What? I was mortified. Like he invited himself. I didn't even want to go out with him again. And now I brought this guy who's a reflection of me into a group of my friends. And he's making racist and – like mm-hmm. kind of homophobic comments out loud, oh just like gosh. really inappropriate in a crowd where you don't know anyone. Yeah. And um, this is also the same guy that took you out for a coffee date and asked you all these spiritual questions exactly. your first date. Exactly. So this is the same guy that dove really deep with you spiritually. Right. Only mm-hmm. to come and invite himself at your friend's house and make racial slurs yes. and homophobic oh. comments. It was it was embarrassing for wow. me. I had to call everyone there afterwards and, like, and apologize. apologize. Oh, like wow. It was brutal. It speaks a lot to his character, unfortunately. And yeah. that's, <laughs> that that and is tough. Not to say he's like, we're not blacklisting him, but like, come on. Like we need to look for character traits. Okay. Like that's mm-hmm. a key for in dating. We need to look at someone's heart and their character above and beyond. And that is a very true reflection of his character. And we're we're going to pray for him. <laughs> but, but we're gonna, on the prayer list. Yeah, on the prayer list. Help, help me, Jesus. Oh my and gosh. honestly, a bunch of my best friends were in the room. And you want to be with someone who makes it a point to get to know your friends mm-hmm. and who reads the room well and mm-hmm. who is appropriate socially. And I mean, it was just a lot of exes. A lot mm-hmm. of, oh, yeah. Terrible. A lot of terrible red flags. Well, yeah. hey, that was the end of the. No more dates. No after more. That, so yeah, no more dates. <laughs> I had. So. 
it, this wasn't a terrible, terrible date, but this was kind of a pet peeve of mine, um, which does mark you know, a bad date, but I am vegetarian, so I don't eat meat. And I had gone on a couple dates with this guy and then he, and he knew you were vegetarian. He knew I was vegetarian. Definitely. But he, he chooses, he chooses this really nice restaurant, um, in Santa Monica. So I'm like, okay, great. Like that's, that's really nice. Okay. Yeah. Let's go there. Um, and I order whatever salad and vegetarian meal. And then he chooses, um, I, I give him the menu when the, when the waiter asks, like, would you like something to drink? And he, um, chooses a nice bottle of wine. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just kind of took care of that. And then we order our food. He orders, uh, a steak Mm -hmm. and I ordered my salad or whatever. The bill comes at the end of the meal. And, um, I offer to split it with him or contribute or whatever. Hands down. He says, oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Let's go have these. First of all, that's offensive. Men everywhere never say havesies at all. And then second of all, that is just so I think I just thought that that was super inconsiderate that like You're like, dude, I'm just he chose the restaurant. He chose the restaurant. I don't even like me. Yeah, and it's and it's fine. I I come I've told her brothers, I'm not offended if somebody else wants to eat meat in front of me. That's not a big deal. But the whole point is that he clearly didn't take into consideration like he chose the ball of wine. Right. He chose the restaurant. He chose, right. you know, really to order his own steak. steak. Yeah. yeah, like very expensive taste, and then expected me to split it with him. It was all about you know, him. It, it was, was all about him. You, but all yeah. about exactly. I was just kind of like there to yeah. split the bill. It felt like, you yeah. know what I mean? Not very um, considerate. Not very yeah. considerate at all. So, um, so yeah, that was kind of a poor date. We didn't go out after that. And I'm glad you had suggested that you'd be willing to pay for it. But it's just interesting situation that he took the bait on that when you were being really kind. But he kind of his intention was like taking you to all these places. He yeah. had a very specific thing in mind. Yeah, and because I could have contributed, and I wanted to c- contribute, and and you know, or even him be like, oh no, like you just got the salad. I chose the bottle of wine. Like I'll cover it. Like you, I, I'd be more than happy to take us out for drinks afterwards, or like something next time. You know. Yeah. Um, but the fact, yeah, is, it's yeah, just the consideration. Yeah, I think also women we do this often, and I'm not saying all of us here, but I think oftentimes I hear stories of guys who are like, I do take girls out, and I have the intention of paying. But I think women, they've, I've heard a lot that women aren't as considerate towards the men, where they order like the most expensive thing on the menu, yes. more than one Ugh. thing on the menu, and like probably the most expensive drink. And yeah. it's like we definitely have to check ourselves too. Yeah. So we apologize to all the men out there yes. if that's happened because. This is, it's not about that. Well, and especially because of how dating is so different now than mm. it was 20 years ago, where there might be like three viable women in your town that you know that you like want to go out with or yeah. whatever, like probably longer than 20 years ago. But <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like the progression yeah. of dating over time. And mm. now we have access to so many people via yeah. so, um, dating apps, via Social our communities. Mm-hmm. Like there's all these like community type programs now, at least in Los Angeles, where yeah. we're all involved and know a million people. So Really, you could go out with someone new every night of the week, and that mm. bill gets super expensive if a guy yeah, is having absolutely. to front that the whole time. Something yeah. I heard recently, which I was really excited about, is on a first date, it doesn't always have to be dinner either. If it's a friend that you've known for a while, yes, okay, you can take them to dinner. But if it's someone, you just take them on an intentional coffee date to start. Like, it doesn't have to be a super high investment. You guys both get to know each other. Start it out to see if you even have any sort of maybe connection there that could be more than friends. It also helps too. I don't know, ladies, you tell me, but not having alcohol sometimes really helps, right? Yeah. yeah or like absolutely. one drink limit or something. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I went through a season last year, the year before, where I was going on a ton of first dates. Mm. And all these first dates, 
were over drinks. And I found myself like, well, all these are pretty fun. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah well, you've had two glasses of wine at all of them. Of course, they're all fun. Yeah. So then I instituted a rule of like, okay, one drink on first dates because you really need to get to know the person yeah. that you're going out with and see whether you actually want to go out with them again or whether it was just fun because you can talk to a brick wall and it could be fun with anyone. Yeah. You know? Oh, I could have a blast with anyone. Yeah. yeah. And then I found myself at a low point too because, Ali, I've gone through many seasons like that. And actually, if I have too many drinks, <laughs> I don't remember some of the things that we talked about. And Actually, God has a really funny sense of humor because he let me get to a very low place where there had been a couple like second or third dates and I would re-ask some of the same questions that I had asked like towards the end of that and, first date and where it's I drank too much. probably not even that you're like – Which is drunk per se. But exactly. You, you talk about a lot of things. Yes. And, you talk about a lot of things and alcohol just is, makes your brain cloudy. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I've, I can definitely hear that, girl. It just doesn't help and especially if we're all serious in uh, truly finding our soulmate and who God has for us – you know, that's not necessarily the best building blocks for stability for the rest of your yeah. life, you know, for all the trying to build our build our homes on on solid ground. Um, that's yeah. not the best combination. I mean, I, I'm preaching to myself here because I have not, you know, been been flawless at all of this, but you know, it's just something mm-hmm. to keep in mind and something to be conscious of, you know. Um and we should also be intentional back with that time on the date of like, okay limiting the amount of drinking or being really focused when I'm there with the person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think another mistake I've made is having first dates or second dates, especially the first date being like epically long. And I think <laughs> I'm known for that. I know for yeah. Kate disappears for days at a time. I'm, I'm like, like, where are you? Seven days. hours later. <laughs> She's still gone. on a date with that guy. It's been three days. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hear from her Tuesday. I've gotten much better at that, you guys. Thank you. Yes, Thank you, you have. But, you have. But it's true. Like, you got to keep the mystery there a little bit. And you don't want to dive too deep on the first or second date with someone. You're there to like get to know them and the beginnings of their heart. You're not there to learn and dive into all the deep places with them, especially not in the beginning because that can actually create some false intimacy. And I definitely experienced that personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I No, I agree. I've been there before. Yeah. So I have a question. Have you guys ever challenged yourself to go out with a guy you would have not normally been interested in? Yeah, we were uh, talking before we started yeah. about types and about yeah. how when we were younger, probably all of us had like, oh, th- that type of guy's my type. Mm-hmm. And then the older you get and the more people you meet, I, yeah. I think you learn there are some really amazing people who are not necessarily your type, whether that's mm-hmm. physically or in the career path that you would desire someone to be on or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think getting older has been a one big long process of spending time with people that maybe I wouldn't have picked for myself five years ago. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And looking at my pretty long dating roster now, um, I, there's not any sense of like, even physically, I, I guess I don't, I, I can honestly say I really don't even have a type, you know? Um, I would hope to do somebody that's like, enjoys the outdoors and like, you know, enjoys Love being Jesus. physically fit. And and that too, Kate, thank you. For- <laughs> um, Kirsten, I'm keeping you accountable over here. Thank you. Yes, somebody that loves Jesus that's going to come up to me after service when I'm worshiping and tell me that I'm the one. Yeah, Like we exactly. spoke about earlier. Um, no, but, um, you know, there's there's certain qualities um, that I have found, again, uh, to your point, Ali, as, as we've gotten older and the more and more that I've actually dated, I have found out things that used to be on my list of, like, requirements that are no longer on my, mm. on my list of what I believe. Yeah. Um, my, you know, is best for my life or my partnership. And um, I've also learned a lot about myself during yeah. dating because, and I also heard um, a pastor say this one time, so many women pray uh, for their husbands and they pray, um, you know, for th- their husband to become the man that that is best for them. Very few women pray to become 
the woman that mm-hmm. is best for their future husband. Mm-hmm. So that does take um, a level of humility and and humbleness I have found in my life to get to that point of wow, I, I have some work to do. Like I, yeah. you know, I need to, I need to look at, um, what kind of, what type I am, like where, where, yeah. where is God leading me and, and, mm-hmm. and who is best going to, um, going to, going to fit that, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and as we were talking earlier too, where it's not so much physical traits anymore, but what you found is the matter of the heart. The heart of dating, Kate. Yes, it's the heart, the heart of, of dating. dating. Thank you for but just yes. looping it right on in. Yeah, yes. totally. So but go. that's but it, you know, and looking at those qualities of yes, a man that loves Jesus, um, and also a man that um, you know of integrity, and a man that I've learned this even more recently in, in the most more recent years that a man that serves not yeah. only just in his community but also just his friends. Yeah. And and yeah. I want to find a partner too that's um, that's willing to serve others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so good. Mm. I feel the same way. I kind of was on this journey a while ago where I just had a very strict view of what the man looked like in my mind. And then I realized through God really convicting me of this that I had to test the quality of my qualifications. And I say that a lot, but like mm. testing the quality of what your qualifications are. And now I have like a very few, like a small list of few key things. And I've discovered so much about myself and what I thought was really important to me isn't actually. And then some things that are really important to me. Yes, I do need to be aware of that. While there may be awesome guys that like maybe I've gone on a date with that probably are not for me because of their communication style and Mm. maybe would be more suited for (laughs) Allie, for example. What, right? Less emojis, please. Over here. Yeah. Less emojis in chat. More direct. <laughs> yes. Heart eye emojis. Any man that is wanting to date Kate, you just <laughs> tons have of heart eye emojis. Heart eye emojis. <laughs> Glad everyone is aware of that. Thank you guys. Um, oh my gosh. We're gonna wrap up here, even though I could go on and on with you gals. And we're gonna have to, we'll just have an after party right now. But um, I'm super thankful for both of you ladies, just your heart and willing to share and be vulnerable. And this was fun and a lot of laughs. And anything you guys are working on right now or that you want to share with people? Well, um, I actually have just recently written a book titled From Selfie to Selfless. Boom. Living Life You're Created For. And um, I do discuss dating in there. That is one chapter. Um, mm-hmm. I have been a very selfish dater um, and God totally called me out on that. Um, he also called me out mm-hmm. in many aspects of my life that I've lived very selfishly. Um, the book isn't meant to condemn, but it's just meant to awaken, I would hope. So yeah. Yeah, so would love uh would Super love to meet read. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I hope that it's just conversational. Um yeah. yeah, and I'm just a very ordinary girl um with an extraordinary relationship with God and God has a lot of grace. I'm living proof of that. Um so yes, come uh, I would at love to hear from to you. Right? Yes, at Selfie, somebody selfless. I can't even speak anymore. Just take me off air. <laughs> would love to hear from you and get to know you guys. So yeah, that's it. Allie, awesome. Yeah, you, yeah, if you guys want to connect, I'm on Instagram at AllieMatroni.com. And she's really, she's really funny and witty. Not that. (laughs) Don't go to that. That's an old blog. Do not go to that. I'm going to that right now on my phone. We're going to like delete it right after this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Last thing. Very, very last thing. One line, biggest dating nugget that you have to offer people. (laughs) Crickets. Crickets. (laughs) There's too many. One nugget. I would say do the work to figure out who you are, whether that's therapy, Mm. whether that's being in amazing community, like figuring out more of what your identity is in the Lord, like all that stuff. That's who you're bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. And that totally changes what you're looking for too. When you're not looking for like value and worth and 
anything from someone you yeah. know, when you find all that in the Lord first. So good. And I would say enjoy your single time. Embrace mm. this season. Um, even the nights when you think that you're yeah. alone and you're super sad because you're eating yet another box of Pringles and watching Netflix all by yourself. One day you will have a family and kids running around you and a husband that will be in your bed every single night. So enjoy those moments alone and mm. enjoy um, that peace and quiet time alone and that your time is yours. Mm, it's a gift. It. Ladies, you're amazing. Love you both. Love you, Kate. Thanks for having us. us. Bye. Oh, my word. Was that fun or what? (laughs) So many laughs. I'm still laughing. Some major truth talk on our end, as well as a confession or two. I hope you all feel less alone on your journey of singleness. Also, men, don't fret because we will be doing a Guys Talk episode here soon. I'm super excited about that one. If you want to catch the ladies, you can visit Kristen at at Selfie to Selfless, and you can buy her epic book. You can also connect with the amazing Allie at at Allie Matroni on Instagram as well. Both women are highly influential in my life, so I hope you'll connect with them. I am super pumped, friends. We bring you even more mini-sodes, so get excited. Also, if you support this mission, I'd love, love, love for you to hit subscribe on iTunes. Please, please, please. You can also stay up to date with show notes on heartofdating.com and you can follow along on Instagram at at heartofdating. And, you know, if you happen to know a friend or two that might need some dating help, I'd love for you to share this with them and get them to also support this. We have some amazing guests coming up in the coming weeks and I am confident you will love it. So stick with me as we journey through this together. Until next time, friends. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.